Fantastic. So, so if you're in your car and you're listening to one radio station, you need radio doing, station. You're hearing all, all the others. They are they are tweeting in on all frequencies, and you keep them. So just listen to to one specific fix. Saturday, Saturday to two. And you need the sound quality quality good, and you understand understanding that's plain plain. However, however, if your radio radio is not fine too, too, you might need two or two or three or more stage stations at the same time. Hey, it's eight o'clock. If you're listening to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio, we're gonna start a little bit late tonight. Thanks for tuning in at eight o'clock. Please enjoy. Floating Goat, as always, the Vultures Arrive, full album 2015. Love those guys. Look them up on the Facebooks. Hey, if you're on the internet, just follow us at Mutiny Radio SF on Instagram. That's a great way to learn about what's happening at the station. And uh, yeah, we're going to be right back with some hilarious comedy from some great comics, some of my favorite guys in the scene. And uh, hey, welcome back, me. And we'll be we'll be back in a little bit here telling jokes to each other on Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio.
Freedom Jazz is coming to Clubhouse here on a Friday. It's just like I never left. Yay. It's always as it is. It's great. Yay. I'm back from the Greek islands. Yeah, I'm still feeling pretty chill. Uh, only because I ate one of my own edibles today. Oh, no. I was hungry, and so I ate one, and now I'm fucked. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. I feel like I'm on the Greek islands again. I'm floating. It was actually really scary. Uh, I had one of the... I, I'm going to have to use this moment for sense memory. I've never been so scared in my life on the Greek islands. Uh, we could hitchhike anywhere. I wasn't afraid of anything like that. Uh, but this island was infested with bees. <laughs> I'm allergic to bees. But I didn't think, oh, I'm leaving San Francisco and going to the Greek islands. Oh, there might be bees there. I need to have an EpiPen. I haven't seen a bee here in 12 years. I thought we eradicated those motherfuckers. Oh, no, they live in Greece now. I've never felt such fear. I was in the most beautiful place. It's this gorgeous black sea sand beach, and we're in the shade, and the water's so clear, and it's so gorgeous. And I'm, like, sitting inside the tent shaking because there's bees everywhere. I'm like, look at the beauty and wonderment. I'm going to die. And I was trying to coach Jonathan on how to give me a tracheotomy, which comes from the Greek, by the way, <laughs> tracheotomy. All words come from the Greek. Yay, party, party, party trick. So uh, we were talking about what we could use to give me a tracheotomy. I'm like, we have this pen. We don't have anything sharp enough as a knife. We're going to have to poke me right here. And I was terrified. I thought I was going to die. And we're on this Greek island. And I asked my friend, he was like, so I can't do his accent. I can't do a Greek accent. But he was like, so do you want to be wild or do you want to be like touristy? You're like, no, nah, fuck the tourists. We, we, I mean, I said, as long as there's access to beer as long as there's access to beer I'm fine uh, and we get to an island where he's like yes there's access to beer you have to walk along this goat trail for a kilometer and a half every time you want water beer or the bathroom this is wild this is fucking unorganized and you're not allowed to shit in a in the sand hole no that's not okay either or the ocean you're supposed to walk on the goat trail I'm supposed to what I go across the goat trail what if I'm three beers in and there's no lights and there's this fucking thing and I'm gonna fall off a cliff I was gonna die in the Greek islands if I wasn't gonna fall off a cliff like a goat I was gonna get murdered by the bees I've never felt such fear. We got to fuck off that island so fast. All the like the kids were up on this big balcony of sand laughing at us like the Greek kids. Like, look at the stupid Americans. They can't hack it. I'm like, motherfuckers. <laughs> Bees. It was life or death. I'm going to write a, a comedy a B movie, a B horror movie, literally about bees. And I was so uh, just enthralled by the island. It's going to be all set there. But the one thing, uh, the black guy's going to live because <laughs> he's going to know how to swim. It's going to be, and then he'll get eaten by fish. Everyone dies. It's going to be a fun movie. Everyone's going to die. Be, they have bit fish with bees shooting out of their mouths. Ah! It was a really scary place. I really thought I was going to die. I was, I was like, oh, this would be a really beautiful place to die, but it'd, be, it'd suck because then Jonathan would have to drag my body along the goat trail. There's like barely room for one person to walk along it. <laughs> He'd have to drag my dead body like across the thing. <laughs> They're not going to. I couldn't afford an airplane, a, a, a helicopter in. How am I going to afford a helicopter out? <laughs> I'll be dead. That's on you, man. How are you going to fly my dead body out of Greece? It'll be fine. Hitchhike my body. Jonathan's gonna heckle me like he's catcalling. Hey, Eric Cash, it's so generative, yay. 
Uh, I also, I was in Amsterdam and I got this cool tattoo because that's the thing you do when you're in Amsterdam is get a cool tattoo that my friend Jenner designed. So that was super cool. So now I have like part of her with me all the time and like my dead cats and stuff. It's very, it was, it was the best, um, it was the best vacation every, ever, at any time because they secretly replaced my cat uh, with a much better, nicer cat when I came back. I, my cat, before I left, was kind of a dick. And now he's really sweet, which means you can teach a cat a lesson. <laughs> Fuck that cat. Now he knows, entitled little cat. Cat, cat call. I still I try to cat call my own cat. It never works. If it doesn't work with a cat, how's it going to work with a lady? It's not... Sorry, I did this joke at the last open mic, cat calling. I'll do my new joke for Jenner. I, this is, I'm excited about this one. Cause you know, everyone's getting all ramped up about the fucking elections or whatever. Like, oh, like we really believe in it. And like, oh, who's gonna run, who's gonna run? Uh, I say, I'd like Forrest Gump to run. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Right, Forrest Gump, Gump versus Trump. <laughs> I was running for president. I'm like, yay, he's a Gen A. It's going to be great, right? Like, he'll be all for, like, AIDS research and shit. We'll just eradicate that. It's great, though, because it'll be Trump versus Gump. It'll be, a, a, they're very evenly matched, right? They're both businessmen. Uh, they're <laughs> <laughs> arguably for Gump much better businessmen. Like, Gump, Trump, uh, the, Gump, the four bubble Gump shrimp still exists all over the place. Delicious. Shrimps, buckets of shrimps, it's good businessmen. Uh, they both have special needs, <laughs> definitely. Both window lickers uh, at the back of the bus, definitely happening there. Uh, and they're both fictional characters, <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Except I actually believe in Forrest Gump, that's the difference, I mean, right? He went to war and shit, like I believe in him. And like, you know, where's, Where's Trump gonna run? He's got bone spurs. He can't run. He can't run anywhere. That fat McDonald's eating fuckbag. That fucking that fat motherfucker. He's gonna die of a heart attack before the next thing. It'll be great. And then the cardiac arrest people or whatever. Everyone dies of heart disease. I love drinking alcohol. Are the, why are those two related? I don't understand. Uh, yay. So um, other I didn't I didn't write any other new jokes. I pretty much just like sat in a hammock drinking beers for <laughs> like <laughs> really Yeah, and everybody it was funny. We were like the bells of the ball because Americans had never come to this one island. They're like, you're the first Americans that have ever come to this island. This is the beginning of the end. And we agreed that we wouldn't say the name of the island because it's so great. We don't want to like gentrify it from afar. And they'll be like, Pam and Jonathan said this is the best island ever. Yeah, be like blowing up San Francisco, people going on the island. But they have the free camping. It's absolutely mind-blowing. You get there and you just set up a tent wherever you, it's free camping and they have like toilets and showers and food and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Everybody's nice. And like I said, we were the bells of the ball. Everyone wanted to talk to us about what was going on. And Jonathan was like, at the second sentence out of his mouth was like, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. And so everybody would like immediately be like, oh, okay, they're okay, they're okay, all right. All right, we could talk to them. It'll be fine. We like put it right out there. They were really excited. Yeah, they, people asked if we were Australian. People spoke Greek to me four different times thinking I was a Greek person. I was like, best compliment ever. I'm in your country. You think I know what I'm doing? Yay. That's so nice. They don't pee in the street there like dogs like we do here. They think we're crazy. You can just walk in a bar even if you haven't bought anything and just say, can I use your bathroom? And they'll, of course, say yes because who wouldn't in a civilized nation? ha, ha, ha. 
here, people are like, you can't, I mean, it's, we pee in the street like dogs. I do it all the time. I am so good at peeing in the street. I always, I never go against anybody's house because that's gross. I always go against the curb and I, I hold on between car, bu- I hold on the back of a car bumper and sort of lean off. And it's, I do it even in the middle of the day because nobody's looking for like a white middle-aged woman peeing in between cars in the middle of the day. Like even if you saw that, you'd be like, am I hallucinating? You'd just be driving by. No one sees that. I'm invisible. I'm a... White privilege, yeah. I've been trying to like soak in my white privilege. I'm trying to be like, I'm so excited about like the moments where I'm like, I'm living white privilege and be like, well, I'm just going to acknowledge that kind of, you know, like I'm going to say it's cool. (laughs) The cops are nice to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) That makes me a bad person that they're like really helpful. (laughs) Anyways, they were really helpful in Amsterdam too. Cops are just like normal. No, they're really good looking guys. They're just like really tall, good looking people that you feel safe asking them questions. They're super polite and very, very tall. And all of them, I guess, used to be models or EMTs or something. They're all very beautiful people. Okay, I, I, think, I think we're warm. We have one real audience member. We have a half audience member. We have, we have David Zunzu. If you make him laugh, you know you've done it. In the back, you guys, and I encourage you all to go back there and get a piece even before we start. I made both this sweet bread that's enriched. Um, it's almost like a light brioche. Uh, I, I, just, I just had a piece because I was hungry and I couldn't stop eating it and I am so fucking high. It's really, really good. There's the bread. It was fresh baked today. And then there's also the brownies. And everybody take, you know, but the, everything's like 50 milligrams plus. So just be like, I just, I mean, I was like, what? But feel free to snack. I can't, it's, the bread is so good that I just can't stop eating it. It's a problem. I'm like, I feel like I should go get another one, but then I might pass out in the middle of this show. But I won't because these are actually, I'm really excited for the lineup tonight uh, because there's really, really funny dudes. I love every, I'm so excited to see everyone's sets and just to like, I haven't been here in like a month, so I'm like super stoked to hear everybody's awesome stuff. So your first comedian of the night, uh, he is genius. He, has, he is currently designing a Mutiny Radio app uh, because he's a fucking genius. He's like, it'll look good on my like CV or whatever, and it's kind of like for class. And so I'm like, yay! <laughs> What's an app? <laughs> I guess you have to have a smartphone or something. Very, very excited about it. Uh, and first comedy tonight, put your hands together, everybody, for Raul Sudhardzen. Yay! Raul. I'm sorry, Raul Sudhardzen. Yeah. I am building an app, and it's for my, like, 19-year-old college stoner labor. That's the fucking best. She pays me in weed brownies. It's great. It's going to be the first app with neon green themes and fucking, instead of Mutiny Radio, it's going to play fucking Snoop Dogg's entire discography. And <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> I might even build, like, fucking Tinder for cats. I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, I feel like I'm, this is, like, kind of an older crowd, huh? It's like... Shit, let me feel it, make you feel like really fucking old, you guys. You know, like I'm kind of on the younger side, so I still don't get hangovers. Like, I've tried my fucking hardest. I've tried my hardest to get a hangover for that sweet feeling of pain in the morning. I don't get it, you know? It's like, um, I don't know, I get um, fucking, like, I get, it's not alcoholism, it's a superpower. Fuck you, mom. But, uh,. <laughs> And, um, you know, I only joined the fucking uh, Justice League with that fucking superpower, like, or the sh- Alcoholic Avengers for short. And, uh, yeah, Batman's an alcoholic. I fucked that joke up. I was just like, oh, I'm, yeah. Uh, who's high? Everyone's high, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, that gets you uh, shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do I have prepared for you other than smoking weed and telling shitty jokes? Uh, fuck, I love coming to San Francisco. It's a fucking $12 bark ride from Fremont, and I come to get high. Hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys ever, um, uh, fucking shit. I'm, I'm Gen Z. Uh, f- I have a joke about being Gen Z. It's like Gen Z is a generation after millennials. And uh, millennials, um, wanna, like, eventually you're going to have this thing where millennials start shitting on Gen Z the same way fucking um, older generations did. As soon as they move out their parents' house, like, it's going to fucking, uh, <laughs> d- like, it's going to happen. And uh, they'll be like, you know. You work fucking three jobs, bitch, lazy motherfucker. I work five. Shit, I don't know. Um, uh, fuck. You guys ever meet someone really nice, really fucking cool, and then find out some really fucked up shit about them, you know? You find some really fucked up shit about them. I met this one girl. She was really cool, really sweet person, and then I found out that every week she donates to an international pedophile wing. True story. True story. An international pedophile wing with her friends in exchange for free therapy. And they have a name for themselves. They call themselves Catholics. Uh, I offended a Catholic at a fucking bar show in Fremont, and it was like, they don't make those here. You lie. I don't know. Uh, um, fuck. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, who's having a boozy, boozy night? Uh, yeah, I just quit Alcoholics Anonymous, guys. It's true. I did. Because if I wanted to join a self-righteous alcoholic cult, I'll just start doing stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. That joke was for the comedians, <laughs> who are the only people in this room. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, it's been a year since rehab, guys, and you guys have heard this bid for, and it's, I'm going to do it for a thousand times. Hey, guys, it's been a year since rehab, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they, in this... Um, um, in rehab, they have this thing called art therapy, and uh, yeah, a bunch of junkies doing arts and crafts. It's w- fucking wonderful. But um, they have art therapy, and uh, they could tell I was a recovering heroin addict because all my art projects were made of uh, tinfoil and uh, heroin. <laughs> and uh, I did that bit at a open mic, and the one person said, "You're too thick to do heroin." And I was like, first of all, thanks for calling me thick. I felt like a bad bitch." <laughs> And second of all, I didn't know Alcoholics Anonymous had a freshman 15. I don't know. Um, anyway, um, but um, yeah, eventually we had to stop doing drugs in rehab because that's a thing. Because, uh, because uh, one person uh, told me uh, I lost my father to drugs. I lost my father to drugs. So I told her, well, I lost my drugs to my father, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. I did all the new bits I did. How much time do I have? It's a, a chill night. You just, you just passed Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to some time back to the room and go smoke some more weed because I'm pretty high. And uh, you guys are wonderful. I love you. <laughs> I'll show you the app if you want to see it. Well, Sudarsan, yay! Yay! Uh, I, <laughs> war on drugs. <laughs> war on drugs. I do everything else on drugs anyway. Like, war on drugs, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go to war on drugs. I'm always on drugs. I love them. Smoking pot. 
Pot's, weed's not a drug. It is, actually. Uh, I realized we didn't get to smoke pot for two and a half weeks because we were in Greece, and it's very, very, very illegal there, and everybody's very aware that it's very illegal, and they really just don't have any of it, and you can't ask for it, and it's very, very scary. You can get in a lot of trouble and all that. So we got back into Amsterdam, and we fucking... I am not an asshole, and I'm not usually an asshole, but we got from the airport to the dispensary in 37 minutes. We were, like, running through the streets of Amsterdam. I was like, I need weed so badly. Holy fuck! And we went to this one weed store called Gray Area, and it's owned by Americans. And so they had bongs, and we got the craziest, strongest weed they had, the most expensive fucking bomb, dank ass shit. And we smoked fat bowls, and I like my mood just went from like crazy angry American to like, oh, my life is I finally, I love weed so much. How is this a drug? <laughs> Oh wait, that's like, that's a super drug. Anyways, that's the only time I think I was an asshole to people on my trip was when I was trying to get to the goddamn dispensary. <laughs> Do you understand what it's like to not have weed for two and a half weeks? People are like, oh, we're like from San Francisco. It's legal everywhere now. It's but not in other countries. Apparently, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, your next comedian, he's such a straight boy, he doesn't do. I tried to pass him the bowl, and he's like, no, 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 I'm going to be a senator someday. It's going <laughs> to, I would vote for you so quick. I, I hope that you someday run for Senate, because uh, you'd, you'd be able to, you'd be able to make change with your amazing smartitude and funniness. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Cole Chapman. Yay! Thank you. Yes. Could be a senator one day. What a nightmare that would be. Fucking Jesus Christ. You guys hear about these vape pens killing people? What the fuck? Hey, I'm looking right into the abyss, baby. I hope it looks back, right? Could you imagine if I just fucking, if my lungs exploded right now? That would be the coolest comedy show ever. (laughs) You'd be like, whoa, how'd he do this? Guess he won't be a senator. Thank God. He started with the vape bit? Really? What an idiot. He's not going to make it anywhere on Capitol Hill. This fucking idiot. Uh, anyways, guys, I can't really do that. I do work in the news, uh, so I'm very anti-politics, as you might. You, know, you, know, you start reading about it, and you're like, hey, maybe these guys aren't all the... <laughs> maybe these guys aren't for our best interest. What's going on here? Uh, do you guys think it's cool that I work in a newspaper? You think that's, you think that's cool? Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah. We're still we're sticking in there. Well, let me make it less cool. Uh, I'm a social media manager at the... Yeah, it's not It's not cool. See, she starts laughing. She's like, ha ha, bitch. Ha, <laughs> uh, you pussy, you news pussy. Ha ha. <laughs> You're not waiting for dead drops and briefcases and dark parking lots or nothing. You're just sitting there tweeting. And it's true. <laughs> I don't do anything cool. <laughs> I sit in an office. I just throw out memes about news. It's garbage, bro. It's... <laughs> It's a lifestyle. I once got into an argument about whether or not that job should exist with a 19-year-old. You know what his argument was? He said, that job should not exist. Plain, simple argument, right? Kind of set it up, didn't need to reiterate it, but we're here, so let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> you know what my counterpoint was? You know, I said, this not nose piece of shit, 19-year-old. You know what I told him? Nothing. I agreed. I was like, you're right, man. This is stupid. This is the dumbest job that's ever existed. Why am I getting... 
I'm not getting paid much, but I'm getting paid some, and that's already too much, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like there's going to be some moment, like, three weeks from now, where I'm going to be sitting at my desk, and someone's going to come up to and be like, I'm sorry, Cole, we caught you. And I'm like, ah, all right, well, that was a good run. All right, hey, I'll see you guys later. Good work with you. All right, you see you later. <laughs> I, I very humbly believe this. Humbly? What word is that? Why is that word doing there? What? Guys, this is why you don't smoke before you go on stage. Uh, <laughs> Teehee. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It is. I looked at the a list as if it were my set list, <laughs> and I was like, mm, "I bit on Boris Shkurko. All right, let's keep going." <laughs> so we host them. Gee, that's crazy, right, John? All right. Uh, inside baseball. Okay. <laughs> OMG row back there. John, you got to start hosting OMG. I'm sorry. This is how it works. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. Give up your Tuesdays and your Sundays. You're in it now. Sorry, dude. It's just how it goes. I don't know, man. I've been. Uh, it is interesting working on the news, you know, because we got this guy. You know, you heard of this guy? You see, yeah, you see, Pam was talking about him. He's not, he's not great. He's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of lukewarm on him to be honest. He's doing some stuff. I'm not totally sure. You know, vote for the guy. You fool me once, right? Just kidding. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> Bay Area What the fuck? What are you doing? What? No, I did not vote for him. Uh, but it is interesting because he's got this whole enemy, news is enemy the people thing. Yeah, you heard of this? So it's kind of interesting. Like, because like coming up uh, in journalism school, you know, everybody, even professors, would tell you not to do journalism. They'd be like, get out. Like they get close to any day. Like get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? How much money are you paying for the school? Liberal arts is over there. It's more useful. Get the fuck out of here. They're very intense about it. And I thought they were just saying I wasn't going to make money. That's true. But now it's like, oh, the president wants to kill you, <laughs> which is like. I don't know. It's pretty dope, I guess. It's like, that's kind of like a cool plot line to something, you know what I mean? I kind of feel like I'm living in something just very slow-paced and boring, <laughs> but like at the end of it, a government agent might kill me, so that's pretty exciting, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just weird, you know, because I don't know, like, cause, like I said, I'm a social media guy, right? So it's like, I don't know. Oh, oh I should tell you this. Um, uh, uh, there's, there's, this uh, there's a real story. Um, uh, that uh, the, the current administration is—it uh, was just found out like a couple weeks ago—that they're building this uh, database, this whole secret database, yeah, uh, for all the journalists in America and like activists and stuff, and like for what for what purpose? One wonders. I don't know. Probably something cool, you know. <laughs> Wouldn't it be dope if like a year from now? I just get like an edible arrangement in the shape of Donald Trump. That'd be dope. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just a little note like, ah, I was just kidding. You're like, ah, this fucking guy. Wow, he had us going this whole time. This, wow, God, Donnie, this motherfucker. <laughs> this guy's good. This guy is good. <laughs> I think he's going to kill us. But, you know, whatever. Like, whatever, you know. I like, but my ego is such a, in, in such a weird place when I'm on the social media thing. Like, I don't know if I'm on that list. Right? Right? Like, I feel like a year is going to pass. I'm going to be sitting there in the middle of work. Some black fans are going to pull up outside my work, right? Soldiers, they come marching out, right? They round up on my coworkers, and they start pointing them at gunpoint, right? I'm going to be sitting there in the middle of office, like, protesting. And they'll be like, you guys are not going to take us all alive. The fourth estate is alive and well. You can't kill the news. And uh, where are you guys going? You guys, you forgot me. You, hey, <laughs> where are you going? They'll be like, who's that? I'm, like, oh, I'm the social media guy. Uh, and they're like, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. And they just, <laughs> just keep marching my friends out. That'd be dark, but I'd be like, <laughs> wouldn't it? Hey, guys. Whoa, let's talk. It's my life. I chose this stupid job. <laughs> I'm getting dumbass uh, people are like, hey, you want to do social media for this other dumb startup? I'm like, no, I'd rather have this boring thriller movie going on in the background. It's way better. <laughs> Sit, eat free pretzels all day. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> 
rather pay for my coffee and think about dying <laughs> by the government, you know? That's way cooler. It's way fucking better. <laughs> you can't buy those benefits, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, you get 10% on your 401k, bro? <laughs> I get political threats, dog. You, you don't understand? <laughs> Shit is way cooler. All right. <laughs> It is weird, though, you know, because, like, people used to look at the news, right? They'd be like, hey, you guys are gonna, supposed to keep politics in check, right? They'd be, we're supposed to be the gay, like, you remember Nixon, right? You guys remember Nixon. I don't know. <laughs> like, Nixon, he was brought down by his dumbass mouth, right? He kept talking, and the whole adage, the old journalistic adage is you give them enough rope and they hang themselves, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a, good, that's a good rule, you know? They're gonna, people, politicians speak all kinds of not, dumbass shit. We've seen it a lot lately. This dude does it on the daily, and people look at the news, they're like, hang the guy. And we're like, hey, bro, listen, like, do you know how difficult it is to hang someone who is also a rope factory? Do you understand? <laughs> you understand this? This is very difficult, man. It sucks. Because, like, we know we're trying. We're doing our goddamn best. We're telling everybody about this shit. <laughs> Like, literally, if you picture the gallows, right? You marched Donald Trump, their executioners next to him. He's sitting there dead to rights. We caught you saying that shit. You tweeted it out with the video of you writing the tweet and then the zoom in. And then we all saw it was awful, literal then words or whatever, eventually, right? This is three weeks from now, probably, at this rate. Like, we caught you. We all got you. You're dead to rights. Do you have any last words? He's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Pat, and he just jumps off and starts running. And everyone's like, what the fuck? We're like, executioner, hang the guy. He's like, I'm just pulling on the rope. It's just more rope, you understand? This is, <laughs> this is impossible to catch this guy. He's over the horizon at this point. It's terrible. <laughs> Can't catch him. It's over, dude. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyways, let's talk about fantasy football. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll just do that for the rest of my side. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> That's when my fucking lungs explode. <laughs> it was the greatest performance we've ever seen. <laughs> Just fucking combust, like spontaneously combust. That'd be cool. All right. <laughs> I hope the government's listening in. They're like, fuck, he did it himself. All right. <laughs> Guys, it's over. Cross him off the list. <laughs> what list? He wasn't on it. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> hey! All right. Uh, hmm. Teehee. What the fuck do we want to talk about, man? I don't know. A lot of weeds uh, going on. You guys enjoy weed, probably? Yeah? A little bit? Do you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> I love that. That's like if my, I forgot to ask my mom if she drinks. She's like, mm, I'll have a drink or two. It's like, Mom, you had five glasses today. <laughs> a drink or two? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just taking my mom issues out on you now. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I enjoy, do you, do you, are you like a connoisseur of it? Are you like, could you understand, could you pick out good weed if you smoked it? Would you like be like, ah, this is, this is a good, good doobie. Yes. <laughs> you could do what? There you go. How do you do that? Is it like fucking shiny? <laughs> Trial and error. Hey. <laughs> you kind of, that's. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> you go fucking get in the Mr. Hyde. <laughs> Dr. Chuckle, strap me in. Daenerys, strap me in. <laughs> Just ah, fucking freak it out. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. That's a, a PCP and weed. Those are just pre-rolls you buy. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had those? Those things are terrible. You don't live in Detroit, hey. Have you ever had, you've had those pre-rolls that uh, it's probably like eating your bread, man. It's crazy. It's too much weed. <laughs> it's objectively way too much. 
You have a pre-roll. I smoke all the time. I have one hit of a pre-roll. I became a stand-up comedian. Do you understand what a terrible, <laughs> terrible life decision this was? It was fucking, fucking awful, man. Uh, too strong, too strong. I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't know what good weed is, um, but I do know uh, the one time I really felt like I had smoked good weed, uh, I took a hit and I felt like a king that had been poisoned. Does this make any <laughs> sense to you? <laughs> See, that's how you know. She, she's like, yeah, with PCP, probably. <laughs> That'd be like the king got poisoned and then came back from the dead immediately after. Ah! <laughs> like, I'm more just like, I just took the hit and I just started falling back and shaking a lot and like grabbing for tapestries. It was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is trees in a foot. Like, it was really, <laughs> you understand, it was very difficult, very scary. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got. I. I. I like that it is uh, legal now uh, because you get to give people like new experiences, right? Like my brother, he's uh, he's a bit older than me, and he had never smoked weed before, and he's lived in California this whole time. I know, uh, so I was really honored to be there with his uh, on his first time getting high, you know. Uh, and on the flip side, I was very honored to be with him uh, to coach him out of his first panic attack. You know what I mean? Like, that was very cool for me. That was a lot of fun. Because, like, you had to understand, he's five years older, right? So, like, I love that movie Freaky Friday and, like, a good role reversal situation. So, I was like, what kind of hijinks can we get up to? You know, this is going to be a great time. He got too fucking high, man. And uh, it was scary for him, you know? Because, like, you know that existential crisis. You know, you, you, you know it more than most <laughs> with your PCP <laughs> background. I can't get over that. We'll talk later. But... I uh, <laughs> I enjoy it, you know, or the last time I talked somebody uh, out of that crisis, you know, they're like 18, right? And that's like the easiest speech to give somebody to calm them down, you know? I was just like, hey, listen, Tyler, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, but I want to remind you, you're only 18 years old, so you got your whole life ahead of you, man. So just sit back, relax, you know, enjoy Speed Racer, all right? It's going to be fun, man. So just enjoy it, dude. I gave the same speech to my brother, but it was a little bit different. I was like, uh, hey, bro, uh, so uh, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, okay? But I, I want to remind you uh, that you're 33 years old and you're still living at home. So uh, <laughs> uh, those thoughts are correct, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's like if you could take this as a learning moment, that'd be great. If not, sit back, relax, and enjoy Speed Racer, dude. It's going to be it's going to be all right. You're going to be all right. <laughs> gonna be just fine a lot of colors you know how it is <laughs> i don't know man i uh, i uh, i i was home and i found out that i had been smoking weed uh, way longer than i uh, had initially known um because when i'm with my parents now and they're old so they spill secrets like the cia after 40 years and you're like whoa what <laughs> you're seeing those declassified documents and you're like you did that they're like yeah we did that you're like is that legal like probably not you're like all right <laughs> whatever we're still alive i guess uh <laughs> Like, my dad used to, he just volunteered this out over dinner. He was like, well, Cole, you know, when you were a baby, I used to combine two of my favorite hobbies. And I was like, oh, what are those? He was like, well, number one was taking you on piggyback hikes through the Marin Headlands. Uh, and I was like, that's very cool, Dad. What's number two? He was like, smoking weed with my friend Steve. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can just smash these two together and have a new fun hobby like Frisbee golf. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, Dad. <laughs> he was like, you turned out okay. I was like, that's not what you say about your like kid <laughs> that you've been hotboxing as a baby. <laughs> that's what you say about a, this exam you didn't study for. You know what I mean? You got like a C plus on it. You're like, ah, I turned out all right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> your fucking kid. <laughs> There's another bit to this joke that's super funny. Oh, wait. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> not super funny. Now nah, I fucking... Per uh, ah. 
dang, 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 dang. You'll be like, I'll be the judge of that shit. Uh, I don't know. I realized, like, you know, because I'd been getting high this whole time. I realized, like, my whole childhood was, like, all the pieces were coming together. You know, like, Jason Bourne, when he goes back on that boat, and he's like, whoa, I killed, what the fuck? Like, he has all his memories come back, you know? <laughs> um, like, I remember, like, career day was always the one where I'd always be the most fucked up, right? And, like, because you'd always go through everybody, you know, you'd lie to your teacher in different ways, right? And it was always super fun. And you'd be like, hey, Billy, what do you be when you grow up? And you're like, I want to be an astronaut, right? I'm like, hey, Jimmy, what do you want to be? Uh, I want to be a fireman, you know? And then they'd get to me, and they're like, Cole, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, uh, and I'd be like, I want to be a lizard! <laughs> uh, and they'd be like, this is the fourth year in a row he said lizard, so... <laughs> We got somebody bringing Speed Racer. We gotta fucking chill this kid out. All right, guys, that's my time. You guys have been awesome. One more time for Pam Benjamin, your lovely host, Beauty Radio. Yay! Hey, Cole Chapman, everyone. I wanted to be a lizard. When I was little, I was at a funeral, uh, and they want, they came up to me, these nuns, and they were like do you want to be a good little nun when you grow up? And I was like, no. I was very offended that they would like, what do you expect from me? They all married Jesus. I don't know. It's fun to have a 33-year-old man to tell all your secrets to. Why is that? Is that Now I'm 44 and people say that's creepy, but then when you're seven, it's okay? That's cool. (laughs) 33-year-old... Good looking. I, he understands. I guess he bleeds all the time. He understands what I'm going through. It's good. Uh, your next comedian. Uh, I'm so excited to have you come up and just kind of do your thing. It's gonna be Eric Cash. Yeah. If, unless you want to, we can, we can, we can have someone else go up. You can run. Oh right, right. Because we were gonna have. She's gonna introduce you. Are you ready or do you? I did, of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited uh, about the person who's going to introduce your next person. Because she drew the new tattoo I have. Yay! That's on my arm. It's really cool. And yeah, she's a really talented artist. She made the fuck that shit up there. And um, the possum undertaker inside. And the, the gun knife over by the bathroom, which I love so much. Uh, put your hands together for the very talented Jenner Davis. What's up, everybody? Let's give it up for Pam Benjamin, who, you know, despite her best efforts to not blow up Greece, did a pretty good job of blowing up Greece. <laughs> Don't go there, but it's awesome. You gotta go there. Next up, a creature who should need no introduction and yet gets one anyway because, well, we're thorough. He was raised in the abyss by a wild pack of cigarettes. And he's not here. He's not here, ladies and gentlemen. He's not here to hold your hand or your hair back. But when the earth dies screaming, you know it will be with the voice of Mr. Eric Cash! Put your hands together. That was completely flattering as well as overwrought for four people in a fucking hallway. That's awesome. Overwrought is such a great word. It's just fucking great. Hi, um, I'm Eric Cash. I've been a comedian for a very long time. I don't know why I'm here. And I don't mean this room specifically. I just mean this fucking planet that I never asked to be assigned to. I'm um, I'm a crazy person. I'm a, like like a, like a real one, like certifiable. Like I have paperwork and stuff. Um, I keep it hanging on my wall like I'm a fucking Franklin Mint plate or something. <laughs> Certifiable. I uh, 
I recently um, somewhat came out of a four-year psychosis, and my timing was amazing. Um, <laughs> I think a couple of you are starting to put together the math on what I'm saying, and if the rest of you aren't, what I'm telling you is that I woke up in a psych ward um, in November of 2016 to find out that America had elected an orange-faced fascist so I don't believe that any of you are real. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm still in that fucking bed. <laughs> Maybe I'm just bleeding out in an alley somewhere with a fever of 107 because nothing is fucking real anymore. Late stage capitalism has been documented by leftist writers for a hundred years, but nobody said that it would be such a fucking bad ketamine trip. <laughs> if I walk out of mutiny tonight and one of the houseless people is like pushing a cart down the sidewalk and then just sprouts eight legs from the back of their neck and then tabletops and skitters sideways across the road like some sort of psychedelic Jodorowsky crab, I'm going to be like, yep, that's exactly where we're at right now. I'm waiting for it to start raining fucking velociraptors. I have no idea what's happening anymore. And I don't, un like, you have to understand, like, I went through a lot of hard shit. There's a reason that I went through a four-year psychosis. And we're not going to go into all the crap that I went through. But I am going to tell you that as somebody that has said very dark, delusional fantasies on stage for 15 fucking years, there is constantly a part of me that is like, did I make this? Is this my fucking fault? Like, I'm not a narcissist, but I am crazy. So there's times where I'm like, none of you are. No, we're all dead here. And this is going to go on forever. I don't, I don't understand it. And, and I really resent that the new face of fascism is making me rethink the things that they taught me about the Third Reich in grade school, which is not something I ever predicted. I never thought that I would scroll back and go, hey, wait a minute but here we fucking are. One of the things that pisses me off is I never stopped and thought about this until the recent era, but all the way through school, they kept telling me what a great orator Hitler was. And now that I'm watching it happen, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> By the way, that's a little fucking blame shifty if you stop and think about it twice, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, here's this horrible tragedy that murdered millions of people and it is something that no one should ever let happen again and an entire nation was complicit in this process. But you have to understand, the man was a poet. What is that great orator shit? What the fuck? Well, he just talks real good. And we... March disabled people, Roma, and Jews to their fucking death. Because, you know, he talked good. And I don't, like, you look at Donald Trump. The man hasn't finished a sentence in his entire life. 
Not fucking once. Would you like to buy a conjugation? You delusional fuck you. What is wrong with you? You know damn well that he was just raised by these corporate fucks that just think that like their entire life is just like, oh, this is how you survive. You walk in the room as stupid as you are and you put your dick on the table. That's his, you can see in his fucking eyes. Like he got elected. Did you, any of you guys watch this motherfucker hump a chair high on cocaine while debating Hillary Clinton? We all saw that. I'm a fucking comedian. I know what humping a chair looks like, okay? I've had to see it way too many fucking times. I hate to fucking scroll back, but can we stop and think? I'm an anarchist. I hate Hillary Clinton. I despise her. But I will tell you that the man that was high on cocaine humping a fucking chair behind her was not the person anybody should have cast a vote for. Are you out of your goddamn mind? I know what a person gacked out of their fucking head looks like, and I love that there were debates about it. No, he wasn't. Are you fucking kidding me? He was about to start a band with her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking, he's a great orator. And that's the thing. I don't think Hitler was a great orator. I think he was probably just as stupid as this motherfucker. This is just how capitalism works, man. Like, just, you know, like you exploit people and you make dumber and dumber excuses to do it. And then eventually you just start fucking murdering people. And that's just how it works. And it's disgusting. And it's gross. And we all let it happen because every one of us needs to make fucking money, a.k.a. survival tickets. And so we just let this shit happen because everybody's too fucking busy. You're too busy. You're too, you got to pay your goddamn rent, which is ridiculous. You know, you got to pay your San Francisco Bay Area rent, which is out of control because we have a housing crisis, but we don't have a fucking housing crisis. Do you know that there are over 88,000 units open in this area? Do you know that? Do you understand? Do you understand that there are 8,000 houseless people in the San Francisco Bay Area? There are 8,000 houseless people. There are more than 10 times the open units to just put those people in a fucking house. But we have a housing crisis. We have a housing crisis, and that's why you have to pay $3,000 a month for rent. We don't have a fucking housing crisis. We have a capitalism in crisis. That's what fascism is. But no one gives a shit. Who am I? I'm a fucking drunk that tells jokes in a fucking hallway, so who cares? <laughs> Hitler was a great orator. Just like this idiot. It fucking tweets about fist-fucking a tiger at 5 a.m., and everybody like tries to tell me he's not high on cocaine. He was a great orator. He was a great orator. I don't think that Hitler was a great orator. I don't think that Mussolini was a great orator. I think that people are garbage. I, I actually don't. I actually think that people are, are, are good and they just, get, they just get beset upon. But I think that that great orator shit is... To, and I said that to somebody and they were like, no, 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 no. I mean, there are videos of, of Hitler's speeches and you can tell that... Uh, the, the, you know, he was, he was really, he actually did, he was great order. And I was like, I was like, you don't fucking speak German. You have no idea what he's saying. Why are you defending this? Like, no, but I'm a comedian and I can tell by his body language that, uh, that he really knew it. by his body language. He didn't have a microphone. <laughs> you ever see anyone? Talk to 2,000 people without a microphone, no matter what comes out of their fucking mouth, 
they're gonna look like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> no matter what. Look, I'll show you right now. Bat shit, tuna fish, chugga chugga, fuck you. I'm a great orator. <laughs> fuck, man. And then liberals just talk about voting. They just fucking scream at everybody. Vote blue no matter who. Why? Why? That's a fascist took over the country. And your snide, demeaning methodology of handling a fascist is to check a box on a piece of paper. Good job, you stupid fuck you. Do you have you ever read a history book? You fucking pop one open and you show me the day that a fascist got voted out. That doesn't happen. I'll show you pictures of Mussolini. He's hanging upside down by his fucking ankles. You know why? Because that's how you get rid of a fascist. You kill him. For fuck's sake. You vote blue no matter who. Vote for Joe Biden. He's got a bleeding eye and touches little girls. Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't you dare back me up against a fucking wall and then tell me to go with the guy that molests me slightly less. You can suck my entire dick sideways from the back. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> fucking Democrats. Pieces of garbage. He's not, and he, he's going to get a second term. Like, everybody knows that, right? Like, it doesn't matter who you fucking vote for. He's getting a second term. He's probably getting a third term if we're not all fucking dead. There's five times the amount of concentration camps there were a year ago right now. I know this because I'm close friends with an immigration lawyer in New Orleans, and her caseload fucking went ten times. They're not all for immigrants. You understand that, right? That's not how it works. They're for immigrants right now. They're gonna start being for people like me, political dissidents. They're gonna start being for people like you, just fucking brown, just goddamn brown. Like you didn't do anything else, you're just brown. They're gonna be start being for queer people, for disabled people, for everybody, for everybody. For everybody that poses any sort of a threat whatsoever. But the fucked up thing is it's just gonna keep being so absurd. Like they're gonna crown this asshole emperor. That's gonna happen. Like I, I swear to God it's gonna happen. Like he's just gonna come on TV and like every screen in the country is just gonna start flipping static and then cut to a two second boomerang of Steve Harvey just going and there he is and he's just being, he's on some fucking dais made of dismantled Cadillacs for no reason and the actual crown that they give him is just like a net back hat that says it ain't gonna lick itself with a series of baby arms and alligator teeth sewn to it with fishing line and as they lower it onto his squat square head by the way does anybody notice that like Donald Trump looks like someone that evolved as a regular person on a planet with less gravity and then just got brought here and fucking squished like he's incredible he looks like a character in fucking Minecraft. It doesn't make any sense. 
And then as it crests his stupid, surreal fucking brow, just Gary Busey's head will erupt from his left shoulder and Carrot Top's head will erupt from his right shoulder. And they'll just start barking at each other like two pit bulls fighting over a cut of meat while the head of the RNC backs off and goes, turn those fucking cameras off right now! And we'll continue to stand into fascism. My name is Eric Cash. I hope you guys have a good night. I hope you're eating your weed food. That was, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, I believe everything. I'm like, I'll follow you. <laughs> Eric, I'll make, I'll make little things. And that your last name's Cash. It's just so ironic and funny. I've only ever known you as that name, so I don't know. Like, I, I mean, if I, was, if I wanted to change my name, what would I change it to? Kim. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a Kim. Kim Possible. I always wanted to be a Kim. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, Boris. Oh, look. There's something written there. Oh, oh good. Oh, that's good. It's, we can prep to, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, we've got the we've got the OMG crew uh, on the to, uh, this all tonight. I'm so excited, and I've been laughing so hard. People keep eating more of the bread. It's delicious and will make you really high. Uh, it's I'm real happy with it. Uh, but I'm really happy with all your comedians. I'm happy with your next comedian. Put your hands together for Boris Shakurko. Yay! Thank you, guys. Clap for Pam. So I'm a liberal. <laughs> no, that's uh, kidding. I think if you do, if you slow down one of uh, Hitler's speeches and you actually listen to it, I believe at some point he does say "chucka chucka." That was a very, <laughs> it was a weird, it was a very weird part. I don't know why he got an applause break there. I don't know what that does to German people, but "chucka chucka" just does something. Right? It's like, uh, we get it, Jews are bad. That's, it just like, we get, if you go to Berlin today and you just yell chucka chucka, um, I hope I'm not near you, because <laughs> they will easily find, you know, it's, I actually, I did go to Berlin with a number of Jews once, and there's still, there's still some weirdos over there, you know, there's still some people like into the, it's weird because they're very uh, pro addressing the issue. Uh, but that's not the same as like disagreeing with what happened. It's like, yeah, it happened and I'm cool with that. <laughs> you know, like, I'm sorry, but I'd like to do it again. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? Um, I don't know. It's weird. I try not to talk about, uh, being Jewish, but people keep reminding me that I look Jewish and it's like, well, I don't know what to do now. You know, uh, I was, uh, I went on a date and then, uh, someone's like, you know who you look like? And I was like, don't, don't tell me. I don't want to hear um, and she basically described uh, someone that uh, likely spends most of their time uh, fiddling on roofs. Uh, it's just who she described. Like it's not. Don't. Li I've actually been thinking about a. You. You. Uh, we're talking about art tattoos. I've been thinking about getting a tattoo, and I accidentally told my mom that I was interested in getting a tattoo, and she told me that. Uh, if I got a tattoo, wouldn't be allowed to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Um, so now I definitely want a tattoo. I really badly want a tattoo. Um, actually, like, I, 
I, I don't know if I want a tattoo as much as I don't want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery, you know? It's like, I've been around you my whole life. It's time to go. Uh, don't want to, you know, I don't want that neuroticism. Like, I don't know. Just imagine myself lying in a coffin, then my mom just like, are you okay? Like, it just, I don't want that. I don't want that. Are you hungry? I don't, I'm dead. Um, I don't need that. It, I almost, it's not even the tattoo. I want to almost ask a rabbi just like for real, like, is like a henna enough? Like, can I just get a couple, <laughs> can I just get a couple pokes? And then that solidifies me as never having to be in a, I think uh, historically I'm pretty sure it's true that Jews that have, I'm pretty sure all the Jews that have had tattoos in the past mostly died in German cemeteries, right? That's probably, <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. I don't know. Um, that's a weird... I don't know. Well, I don't know if you called buried, but... There's actually... Uh, I think Jews don't like... Uh, it's It's not uh, traditional to get cremated because Jews... that The Holocaust happened. But it also cremated is a weird word. It sounds like a soup. <laughs> it's like, it's not what it is. Don't lie to me. It's not like a Jewish bisque. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Why did I go down this crowd? I wasn't thinking about death all day. Maybe that's why. Now it has to come out because I wasn't thinking about it. Um, maybe that's how it works. I, yeah, we're talking about World War II. Yeah, I love talking about fascism. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't like talking about it, but isn't it weird whenever someone says Hitler was a great orator, I'm like, why don't you just say speaker? Like, what is specific about orator? Like, he was a great orator, and then fucking whoever, Kennedy was a great speaker. Like, people say speaker. Well, I don't know why orator is, like, solely for, maybe it has something to do with genocide. Maybe you can only be a really good orator if you also kill a lot of people. Um, maybe that's the connection. Cool. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I don't like anything. Um, no, politics is interesting. I, I'm super into politics. What? What? Fuck all of you. Um, no, stop it. Keep going, though. Uh, I, I like, you know, the thing about Trump. Uh, that's the worst thing ever. I don't know. Did you hear the San Francisco City Council recently said that uh, they called the NRA domestic terrorists? And then I was, I kept expecting the NRA to call the San Francisco City Council domestic terrorists. And just imagine if they were like, yeah, look how many people are on the streets. It's like, damn, the NRA's got a point, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm on their side. <laughs> like, look how many, you know, low-income neighborhoods have public schools that are like defunct. I'm like, the NRA's got some points. That French dude knows what he's talking about. Um, it's weird that his name, I don't know if he is French. But that the head of the NRA, his last name is like LaPierre or something. Why? How are you okay with that? It's like the Constitution. It's like you're going to let some fucking... That's just xenophobia versus NRA. Real good move, Bor. Okay. Um, no. San Francisco is strange. I mean, I didn't know there were that many open units available in San Francisco. Damn. We really fucked ourselves, huh? We should all leave here. Okay, maybe not. Let's stay. But I I don't really talk about being Jewish because I remember specifically when I was a kid, my grandma would tell me not to make fun of Jews because she would say, think about all the Jewish relatives we've had that died in the Holocaust. Think about how they would feel about you making fun of yourself like that and your own people. Um, 
That's what she would tell me, and that's a pretty high bar to set for jokes, you know? Like, do you know how hard it is to please six million Jews? You know? That's not easy. I'd rather get a tattoo. <laughs> uh, that is... I saw someone with a tattoo that was, like, one of those, like, Holocaust tattoos, and they were Jewish, and they said that their their grandfather had died in a concentration camp. So in order to, in, in a way to honor his memory, they got a tattoo of his number. I'm like, are you fucking stupid, <laughs> you know? Like, are you fucking stupid? You're going to get, it's like if you're, whoever was executed for being a political, yeah, I'm going to kill myself to honor his memory. I'm going to kill myself. It's just like, stu- it's just stupid. I told them it was cool. I kept all of this back, but in my head, I was like, this person's stupid. Um, this person's not smart. Um, no, my, I'm a, I grew up in a very political family because I was born in Russia. My family's from the Soviet Union, so grew up with a lot of politics, but I felt like it was the bad kind of politics. Like, my dad is, my family's very communist, like, genuinely pretty communist. Like, in America, I think people view, like, Obamacare as communist, like, which is like trying to help some people, you know? And in, in Russia, like, it's not communism. So everyone has to have it, and it doesn't work, you know? And a lot of people are dead for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why that's a part of it. I don't know why Marx wrote that. <laughs> Means of production, dead people. <laughs> Two, we need people to die. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I don't know why he said that. Um, it was, communism's weird. It, it is weird how people in America, like, even Greece... Which also, different topic. I didn't even know weed was illegal in Greece, um, which is, is it? So so weird. All these countries are like, we're Euro and we're fucking gas and environmental. Duh, duh, duh. It's like, you're fucking, what, Greek yogurt has like 84 grams of sugar and weed's illegal? <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. Greece was taken over by fascists. Yeah? That's not nice that they did that. Why'd they do that? Why'd they do that? <laughs> I'd like to have a podcast just called, why'd they do that? <laughs> they shouldn't do that. That sucks. That sucks. I, I grew up in San Francisco, but I, I never really got into weed. Um, and I think it's because all my teachers were pretty big potheads, and they sucked, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they were so bad. I swear, I had, a th- I had a third grade teacher who I remember, like, because I remember it was, like, the first time we, someone actually addressed weed, and this teacher was like, look, we were in third grade. That's super young for a teacher. He was like, I, you're going to hear that weed's a gateway drug. Let me tell you this. Weed's a getaway drug for your mind. And I was like, this dude sucks, you know? He's the worst. <laughs> he was an open mic comedian. No, he wasn't. But dude sucked, so he sucked. And I just never got, I never got into weed. Um... Just never did, and I feel like a lot of my classmates did when they were pretty young, and I, I never did because I also I feel like I I think <laughs> like I always thought you should ha- have goals before you started abandoning them. You know, that was more my opinion on the matter. I do love edibles now, but that's mostly because I just love to eat. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a cop out. Like I just like brownies. You know, I've eaten spoiled brownies before. You know, you think I wouldn't eat weed brownies? <laughs> You're underestimating how much I fucking love brownies, you know? I just love to fucking eat. The one thing I've been trying to do... Did you like me? No? You're good? Okay. The one thing I've been trying to do on my way to work... Well, I'm always trying to... I'm, I'm hypersense. I've never noticed how many lights there are meeting. This could become a dental office very easily, I'm pretty sure. Um, while we're doing this, which might be... 
That's one way to get kids to not be afraid of the dentist is to do an open. They'll be like, I never want to do. I never want to be around comedy again. But that dentist was amazing. The drill hurt, but oh my god, not worse than those jokes. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I've been trying to. I've been trying to listen to like a guided meditation on my way to work. Um, trying to like calm myself and like, you know, focus on my breathing. And I've found that pretty hard to do because like I take the. I take the bar. I take Bart to work and so like i'm sitting here listening to a guided meditation dude right next to me is shooting up you know and that's weird like we're both focusing on our, on our breath but in a different way you know and i feel like we're both after the same thing but like he's gonna get there quicker oh my god enlightenment's gonna hit him so much quicker than me you know i got headphones he's got needle that's what's gonna happen do you like, I don't know, do I, I don't even like living in San Francisco, but like I, ne I moved here when I was four, never really had a choice, you know? I'm not a fan of earthquakes, earthquakes scare me. You grew up here, Cole, do you, are you scared of earthquakes? Yeah, dude, I don't know how we do this, how we're okay with uh, earthquakes. Um, that's why it's like, when people are like, I'm really scared that like, the fucking government's gonna come after us, and I'm, uh, thank God, <laughs> at least it's not an earthquake, <laughs> please. Uh, just not an earthquake, that's all I want. Um... Did I even write anything else? Mm, what was I saying? Something about Hitler. <laughs> Something about Hitler. That would be a great book. Something about Hitler. A children's book about Hitler. That doesn't exist. Something about Hitler. First page, he killed a lot of people. <laughs> Second page, he everyone poops. <laughs> it's a mix. It's a compilation. All right, that's it for me. Guys, clap for Pam. Chicago, yay! That was so funny, kids. Teaching. I, I'm sorry that your third grade teacher was was a stoner. I I teach I teach kids here uh, once a week, and uh, they're in junior high. And they the other week they were in here, and one of them just asked, uh, "Hey Pam, why does it always smell like marijuana in here?" And I told the kids, "Well, this is a space where adults hang out, and." Marijuana is legal for adults, and everyone who rents for me is an adult, so adults choose to do things like that. And they were all like, oh, okay. <laughs> Did I explain it right? Was that? <laughs> As I hide the bong every time before they come over, like I totally hide it, and there's no weed out. Okay. <laughs> It's good, affecting the youth in a positive way. I, I am like, I feel like a sloth. I feel like the lion. There's, and now all I can think is like I'm in the dentist's life. Where's the nitrous? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, your last comedian of the night. I'm so excited to hear what he has to say. He oftentimes talks about children, which makes me laugh. Uh, put your hands together, buddy, for John Gallagher. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Um, I appreciate it. Um, also, here, I'll give you back your thing if you want it. You want your thing? Yeah, here you go. Cool, yeah. Give it up for Pam one more time, huh? Yeah. Yeah, everybody sticking around. Um, I, like, I, was, uh, I, was, I, I worked around with kids as a substitute teacher. I was also a tour guide. And, uh, and let's just keep the Nazi shit going since we're in like the sweet pocket, you know what I mean? The fucking killer pocket. OMG. Yeah, yeah, by the way, for you guys that don't know what that means, we all host literally the same open mic in fucking 
That is, if you guys want to come do an open mic Sunday or Tuesday at a gay bar, feel free. Anytime. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, we're just the, we're slip, yeah, gentrifying every minority space. We're taking over queer spaces. We're taking over brown spaces. We're a disease. We're what fucking Hugo Weaving was talking about in The Matrix. You know what I mean? Just like, we're creeping in. Uh, now my, my favorite uh, dude, my favorite thing to bring up on tourists if I like they like prove they were cool or whatever is like hey uh, fun fact second largest Nazi gathering in the U.S. in 1935 where was it anybody, does anybody know uh, no, so it was San Francisco City Hall 1935 baby yeah so first one Madison Square Garden number two San Francisco City Hall so we gotta yeah yeah it's a fun one yeah think about Madison Square Garden what a concert huh <laughs> You know what I mean? I think those, but like the funniest thing is I remember like I think was was it Dice that was the first comedian to sell at Madison Square Garden? Was that the first one? It's like the, those makeups of both those crowds probably very similar. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like <laughs> and the Nazis are back to see Andrew Dice Clay. It's like woo yeah, we love the Dice Man. <laughs> we love fucking Dice, and we hate minorities. Like woo, but we love leather. Yeah. <laughs> Nazis did love leather. I think that's the biggest thing that's so disappointing now. It's like, remember when Nazis were cool looking? It's like, now they're all fucking dorks, dude. It sucks. Every Nazis posts on 4chan or 8chan. There's a cool article on 8chan today. That was fun to read. Anyway, getting sidetracked from all the cool. You said, come on, John, stay in the Nazi pocket, huh? Actually, we, you know, we talked about everything else. We talked about Trump, talked about housing in San Francisco, talked about fucking Nazi shit. Let's talk about the Joker movie. We haven't talked about that yet, dude. It's all, a, it's all a continuation of both. I love that everybody's getting so mad about the fucking Joker movie. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it's so funny because they're like, no, we can't represent incel white people on screen. God, no, there's, we can't do that. It's like, <laughs> like the argument's like, if you give like a, a white fucking dude that doesn't fuck like, uh, no representation on your screen. Like, if you fucking make him watch, like, happy people, he's like, well, I won't want to murder anymore. <laughs> like, like, fucking make a dude that wants to commit a mass shooting watch Baywatch. He will fucking want to murder everybody, dude. It's like, that will make him kill way more people. Like, fucking make every incel shooter watch crazy rich Asians. He's like, oh, they're rich and crazy? And they're fucking, no! It's like, gonna fucking <laughs> gonna kill every Asian person. They're billionaires. They're all billionaires having sex on yachts, and I'm just sitting here and fucking jerking off with my AR-15, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just <laughs> fucking the goddamn Joker thing makes me so laugh so much. I also, actually, one thing that's cool right now is uh, the insult cuck. I fucking love the insult cuck. Dude, fucking calling people cucks all goddamn day. You can't fuck. Somebody else has to fuck for you. You're a loser. You're a nerd. It's like the best. But also, you kind of feel like cucks get a bad rap, don't you think? You know what I mean? Because what is a cuck but just the best manager? You know what I mean? <laughs> You're just a master delegator, you know what I mean? It's like, what am I good at? Beating off spreadsheets. What are you good at? Fucking my wife. So you go ahead. <laughs> like, I think that's fucking hilarious. Cucks, funny. Like, nobody chooses their fetish. Nobody, like, uh, like you know, every fetish I just I can't help but think was a joke, you know what I mean, at some point. Like, nobody else just, like, popped out of the womb and was like, now it's time to fuck some feet. Like, that's, like, somebody was just like, isn't this funny? Oh, I need this now. Like, that's how, it's just like, it's like the it's like the point of no return. It's like, let's Google some amputees from Vietnam. Oh god, I got a boner. <laughs> now I gotta go deep into Craigslist. <laughs> I, <mean. laughs> I think that's fun.
That's a fun thing. I, uh, I yeah, and I uh, I think about that too much. Too many fetish things because I've been. Uh, well, I don't. Man, I, don't, I gotta do something different because you guys have heard this shit too much. Is it okay? Okay, I'll do it. They just, we we fucking tell each other jokes all the time. I feel like everybody's having fun. We're bringing new stuff to the table, you know. <laughs> fucking what I do? I'm just sitting here branded. I'm Sa- I'm San Francisco, baby. I'm wearing the I'm wearing the hoodie I bought in. And what did San Francisco do, Hunt? Move me to Oakland. Fuck, you know? <laughs> fucking betrayed me. And kicked me out. Fucked my ass and kicked me out on the, on the curb. I, yeah, yeah, Oakland's cool. It's fun. Uh, but <laughs> what was I was going to say, I, I've been on the subreddit for dragons fucking cars all the time. That's why I was thinking about that. So this, yeah. And it's like just a matter of time before that's the, I mean, it's a joke now, like I'm laughing at it, but pretty soon that's going to be the only way I come. You know what I mean? Like it's just... <laughs> It's like a given in my head. I'm just like, yeah, this is going to be what I need pretty soon. Like, I'll just be talking to my, my girlfriend just be like, oh, so like, what if we mixed it up tonight? She'll be like, oh, what do you mean? Like, uh, blindfolds, handcuffs? I'm like, all right, I got green dragon paint and wings, and I need you to act like a Toyota Tercel for about 15, 15 minutes. Honk is the safe word, and just just stay there. <laughs> And I like to use I like to use those shitty cars as a reference because that's one of the greatest things. People are lovingly hand illustrating these like amazing dragons, and they're all just like having like you know dragon dick up tailpipes and stuff of just like the shittiest cars, which is weird. <laughs> like, why do these dragons have low self esteem? You know what I mean? Like, dude, you're a ten. You know, you could fuck fuck a cooler car at least. Like, why are these dragons all fucking like four door sedans? You know. And like station wagons, it's like are they? It should be the easiest prey. It's like fuck a Bugatti, dude. Be cool. <laughs> fuck a fuck a cool car or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. It's too fast. <laughs> so stupid. But like, do you think like he, he can't find the clitoris on a Lamborghini? You know what I mean? He can't fucking stimulate the fucking crankshaft. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I, uh, uh, <laughs> was, uh man, I was over in Oakland. I was fucking his first Fridays today. I was uh, walking around over there. I felt so bad because I was just wearing headphones. Like I'm actively just trying to block out culture. I'm like, no, not for me. No, thank you. I'm going back to San Francisco, <laughs> sir. Like people are just having fun and playing music. I'm like, mm, no, 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 no. Like literally playing Bruce Springsteen on like my thing. It's like, yeah, the real, the real voice of a generation, Bruce Springsteen, that guy from fucking Baby Boomers. That's what I'm jamming to. Fucking, actually, that is a real thing. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend have like got into Bruce Springsteen. That's fucking. In t- why? 2019. What the fuck, dude? You know, <laughs> who's the guy I relate to? The guy that the the fucking actor school dropout that pretended to be around machines all day. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a jean jacket and I'm super horny around crankshafts. I've written 15 albums about it. <laughs> That's it just every Bruce Springsteen song, I feel like. You could just make it that way. It's like fucking, oh, I'm on fire around oil. Uh, wheels are spinning. <laughs> Can I come? Dark, 9-11. <laughs> he did make an entire album about 9-11. As he should. He's the boss. Actually, that song, do you guys see The Wrestler? You guys remember The Wrestler, right? Fuck, man, that song he made for The Wrestler, like, I remember it being so emotional. Have you ever listened to it recently? 
Like, it's just, it's so, it's fucking hilarious. He's like, the, the, the first lyric is, have you ever seen a one-legged one man hopping in a field? You're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> He's like, no, why would I see that? <laughs> He's like, have you ever seen this? What, what, is this a relatable experience? Just, <laughs> like, just him watching this, this tortured fucking one-legged man. He's just like, I gotta write this down. <laughs> People, people have to know this guy's not going anywhere, and I'm here to write about it. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Bruce Springsteen, huh? Who knew I had so much to say about the boss? Is it's why that is a weird? Isn't it also weird that the the champion of the working class is also the the fucking top of the top of the line? It seems a little cocky. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm fucking working. I'm at the bottom. He's like, but I'm in charge. Like, no, you're not. You fucking, which one is it? Make up your mind. The proletariat or the fucking, you know, the working, working guys. I don't know, man. I, uh, uh, I want the fucking, okay, this is a fun one to do. I was, I was like, uh, when I was, like a couple of days ago, I was walking around and, uh, I was walking through Oakland and I was feeling nice about myself. And here's the thing. It's like, sometimes life just likes to tell you how you, how, what is really going on. And I was happy and this old man sees me and what he just says automatically, I was like, hmm, looks like your skateboarding days are over. It <laughs> just keeps walking. <laughs> and just, God damn, you know what I mean? <laughs> like. Such a ruthless burn for fucking no reason. It's like this old man's just like, you know, <laughs> giving me passive aggressive ant compliments. What the fuck? <laughs> He's like, mm, guess you never hop on that two wheel again, you know? It's like something you hear over a thing. Like in one sense, he was just like, you know what? You remind me of the glory days. And they're over, kid. And <laughs> just walks, no more. See you later. <laughs> and he hops on his little, <laughs> his little horned, his little one wheeled cycle and goes away. Man, this you need to actually, dude. Uh, this is real. This is real too. Actually, they're both real. I shouldn't. Uh, they're, they're, like that was a real thing that happened. It's not a lie. I was every every now and again, you know, like you're walking around here and you're like, man, San Francisco sucks. It's boring. Like I said that out loud, and then as if like the gods of San Francisco were listening. As soon as I said this, like a couple blocks over, a dude dressed as Abraham Lincoln with a dwarf rolled through the intersection, hit each other, and almost got into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, God's like, I don't think so. <laughs> Here's that. Check that out. <laughs> Stay on your toes. Stay on your toes. Another one, uh, uh, this dude, this is at Pride. Pride was walking around, and uh, this guy's just, he's like in a, a business suit and just sitting on the ground. And I'm like, hey, man. And he's like, like, he's not talking, but he's like, yeah. He's like, cool, you're party. And then he's like, opens up his suit. He takes out his suit jacket, and he uh, takes out a can of dust off. And I was like, okay. And they just hit rips like a fucking a snort of the dust off, just inhales like half the can. And I'm like, whoa. And he's like, ha And then puts it back in here. I'm like, dude, that's, that's fucking partying, dude. That rules. That's fucking cool as shit. That's a cool way to live your life. That's how you party, dude. Like... Crazy. This is right off Sixth Street, you know. Like we're like, that was the crazier thing. He's sitting on the ground. You're like, dude, heroin is like right there. Why would you? <laughs> I like to rob CVS first. <laughs> this is all part of the thing. This is all part of the thing. Dude, actually, well, this is a fun story. I haven't told you guys. Uh, fucking, I have to go. I got to go back to Reno, Nevada this weekend. Speaking of which, who wants to host OMG for me on Sunday? <laughs> we'll talk about it later on Sunday. Uh, dude, I remember. I just remember this story. So I was at a, an OMG. <clears throat> Or I was in Rio, Nevada, and like you always were. I'm getting older. Like I was joking about being 45. I'm 32. It's gonna be 32 in the next little bit. 
So it's like not even that far off. You know what I mean? Not even that different. And fucking uh, like. Like I was, I remember the the guys that were going through mid midlife crisis, which is fucking always like the scariest thing in the world. And one of these guys, like, would show up. He's my buddy Jim. Like I've known him for years now. And like this dude walks into one of the open mics one time, and then he gets fucking arrested, like taken out by cops. And we're like, fuck, what did, he, did Jim? He just went through a divorce. We're like, did Jim fucking murder his wife? Is that does that happen? We're like really genuinely scared. And they take him down. And then we hear like I got I had pick him up from jail the next day. County, and then he gets picked up, and then he tells me the story, which is that he, as a 44 or 45 whatever year old man, he started tagging. <laughs> it's like, fucking what? Like what a weird act out, you know, of like weird aggression. He's like, mm, I'm powerless. Mm. And, and and this, but like they didn't catch. This is the thing: cops didn't catch him for tagging. What happened instead was, so he's tagging fucking parking meters, like in Reno, Nevada. <laughs> You're like, what? Okay. And so he's just like scribbling. He's got a paint pen and all this shit. It's like, yeah, fuck the man. It's like, you're the man. You're, that's you. What are you, you fucking, you're a, a dad, you know? <laughs> and he, and as, he, as he's doing it, as he's doing it, it's like a homeless guy sees him in re, downtown Rio Nevada and fucking looks at him and goes, hey, you know, that's illegal. You can't do that. And he's like, you know what? How about you go fucking mind your own business, asshole? And then, yeah, exactly. Just like. Why would you, what a fucking shitty thing to do. And he walks up, he's like, hey, I told that guy, fucking starts scribbling more on shit. Right next to where he was tagging was like the thing that goes like, report graffiti to the police for $500. <laughs> and so we're, so we're sitting there in this open mic, the homeless guy that he was talking all this shit to for no fucking reason, walks into the mic, brings police, does this, and he gets paid 500 bucks, this guy goes to jail. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, fuck him, dude. That sucks. That fucking sucks. You only hurt yourself, you know? You act out in weird ways. But yeah, I never shit on homeless people. That sucks. It's lame. Don't do that. Not a nice thing to do. I uh, also, man, uh, was talking about ex disclosing cool Nazi information with tourists. Uh, <laughs> sometimes people, like, it's weird how, did you guys ever work as tour guides or anything? Uh, yeah, it's fucking weird, man. Oh, it kind of like just like just by bringing family around and friends around and stuff. Yeah, it's fucking strange, man. Like the weird thing is when you're like a professional like tour guide to your job, it's weird how often people just open up with just horrifying shit constantly. Like people just disclose like their marriages are falling apart or like a kid died. You're like, I'm fucking working for a tip right now. So fucking I just don't need to hear this. One of these times I was taking around like these nurses and this nurse. Like I just, I, I asked this randomly and the, cause like I have friends in the medical profession. He was like, we get bored. And I was like, Hey, what's the worst thing you've seen? Already a bad start. <laughs> Already a bad start. And what this guy says is he goes, uh, yeah, one time, uh, we saw a lady give birth to a chihuahua <laughs> and a what indeed. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't segue to her anymore. <laughs> this is, we got to take a breather now, buddy. And so what he was said, what he, the reason he was uh, saw that was uh, this lady walks into Oakland General and she's into sounding. Do you guys know what sounding is? So that's where you, that's where you put shit in your body because it feels good, right? And it's just like you just put yeah. So you put stuff. So this lady had a Chihuahua and was like, "This is my baby," and like gets all fucking methed up, shoves a fucking Chihuahua inside of herself, goes to the hospital, like I'm having my baby, and these these doctors are like, "No, you're not. You're not fucking pregnant." They're like, "Oh, but something's coming out. <laughs> Time to fucking put this lady on the table." And this dog pops out, and they're like, "Well, this is interesting." <laughs> 
Yeah, we're gonna call a medical journal or something, and they find the thing. And then the weird, this is the craziest part. He said the puppy lived, and then one of the nurses adopted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's you know, I mean, you think that dog will be cool after? <laughs> like, is that the dog you want? I want the dog covered in pussy juice. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. Uh, fuck. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't know. This is, this is the weirdest one. That was the weirdest one I had. Uh, other one that we fucking had. Uh, was, oh man, I'm trying to remember. There's some other good ones of some cool fucking shit. What's up, dude? Oh, I don't. I didn't ask for the name. I was just like flabbergasted by the entire every detail before that. <laughs> I, I probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they named, <laughs> he just brings the dog back. He's like, here's my dog, Pussy. He's <laughs> like, why'd you name your dog Pussy? Sit down. It's going to be a long story. <laughs> like how I met your mother, but with the dog. <laughs> but every day. <laughs> Dad, thanks for bringing this dog home. You're welcome, Junior. No, no, rub your face right in that fur. Yeah, that's a be. You're gonna really like that smell. <laughs> you're gonna really, you're gonna really want to be familiar with that. I don't like it. Mm, I knew you were a coward, boy. I knew this wasn't for you. <laughs> you know what? That's a cool dad, right? Isn't that? Sounds like the coolest baby boomer dad. <laughs> Fishing. Oh God damn it. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, uh, I like I tell a joke about uh, just an, like one of the clothes I use most of the time is about uh, tourists that see something that's horrible. And this is the, I'll just tell like the real thing that happened. Like I was doing a beer tour and uh, <laughs> these people that were just like dumb came in and fucking uh, they were already shitty. So I was like already just pissed about the fact that they were there and I had to take them out. And then I'm like, yeah, what fucking like what problems could you really deal with? Right. You're like mad. You saw like a homeless person. You're mad. You fucking had got lost in barred or something. And then like we saw a man commit suicide today <laughs> and i'm like well damn that's uh well you want to drink some beer fucking gear first round's on me man <laughs> you like the weird thing was like how much beer changed them you know what i mean i think that's like the hardship of the midwest though they're like yeah i got a couple pints see a man die hmm tell the kids something about san francisco <laughs> traveled out west that's good Oh boy, boy oh boy, we really did it. Thanks for like yeah, thanks for sticking around. I know it's like it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I'll do. Yeah, I got this one. Uh, fucking uh, like it is weird. That, like stand up comedy is art. This is like another real thing, right? Isn't that a weird? The weirdest thing is like it's art, but it's the one we have to do like unfinished in front of people constantly. So it's like we're creating it, and like you know, like yeah, here's my shitty art. And people are like, boo, it sucks. You're like, yeah, you're right, it does, but might not soon, maybe. <laughs> Maybe it'll be good, like, or not, and like, so, like, the, but there's like no other art form where you like just like ha like put it together in front of people and hope it's good, you know, like painting, right, or art or filmmaking, right? Nobody's like editing. And like, what about this? Like, fucking, what, what am I? What are you talking about? What am I looking at? The fuck is this? And then like you parade it around and like do. You, <laughs> Like, there's no, like, then you have to get the validation of, like, drunks and morons. People are, there's, like, the worst opinions in the world, right? And they got to get their approval. Like, do you think, like, okay, Picasso's the example I always use. Do you think Picasso could have created cubism if he had to tour it around the Midwest in progress? You know what I mean? If he's, like, sitting there, he's, like, look, I created a, it's a portrait of a lady. It's a 2D layout of perspective from every angle of this one item. And they're, like, that is fucking stupid. <laughs> Fuck you, Picasso. You're a fucking idiot. 
You're a fucking moron. That look, that painting looks like shit. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, I gotta win him back. I gotta win him back. But tits, and they're like, yeah, hey, fuck yeah, Picasso, he's back. So, all right, thanks, guys. John Gallagher. I, I, can I host for you on Sunday? Absolutely, yeah. That, I would love to. I would love to put it in my thing. That would be super fun. Yeah, you should, yeah, you should take um, another pastry for the road, uh, the plane, or however you're getting to Reno. Oh, you're just, too, yeah. I, I don't know. It's place. I hear it was big. I heard it was big last week. There was Burning Man or something was happening, and that was like, everybody was there. So the economy of Reno is going to be crazy. It was going to be like, what? Poop everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Luck or like out in the fucking. I'm so glad I didn't have to go do that this year. <laughs> they were gonna take me as a nanny, but then they didn't offer me enough money, and I was like, I'm just gonna go to Greece. It's like, I like the ocean. I don't. I'm too old for that shit. Uh, thanks, you guys, for staying up all night with us. Um, and there's more pot food if you want to take some and stuff. Thanks to David Zunzu. Thank you guys seriously for coming out. Woo! Someday I'll be good at promotion and then this place will be full. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody have a good night. Bye, yay! In Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time, except for some isolated weeks in the winter. But you know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No, Tony, the driving is so different, also. Oh, the driving? Yes. You know, not to mention the cops. Oh, no, well, we can't forget. The cops, no, you, those differences there. How could you forget those? No, we can't forget those, no question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. You know, how many people out here, you know, know the, the, the great part of 
But anyway, let's segue to this. You know, real funny, but almost funny. Not, not what we call a big yacht. No, not the big yacht, no. But enough for some chirples, maybe. Oh, sure. You know, for an example, for let me just say, in Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time. Oh. Except for some isolated weeks in the winter. But You know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No. Plutonia, the driving is so different also. Oh, the driving? Yes. You know, not to mention the cops. Oh, no, well, we can't forget the cops. No, no, those differences there. How could you forget those? No, we can't forget those. No question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. Deuce, deuce, revival was my problem solver. Had a deaf girl, really didn't want to involve her in the life of a gangster. Used to rob banker. But now I'm locked up, I'm just a punk low ranker. Jail cells know me too damn well. Seems like I built on earth my own personal hell. No matter how I climb, somehow I always fell. Guess a lot of players got this story to tell. No matter how full you roll, you simply cannot win. It's always fun in the beginning, but it's pain. Pain. Organized crime, a big trouble fighter In and out of institutions ever since I was a minor But now I'm on the bricks, deep in the mix Crime smart, searching hard for some new street tricks I think I'll join a gang, sling a little cane Put a beeper on my belt and get myself a name. Fresh sneaker, silk shirts, 24-7 work. Nine to five to survive, you gotta be a jerk. I clocked too grand a day. Yes, I was born to play. Who, me, at Nicky D's? It wouldn't work no way. I'm a big money haver, but not the last laugher. For me, and for me, makes me no autographer. Custody, my dreams, nightmares of capture. Paranoid of surveillance, phobia of cameras. My bank's bigger, but so are my fears. Past records, two players live limited years. But I'm unlike the rest. Known to be the best, fast money, true wealth, my eternal quest. I hustle all night long, there ain't no gain in rest. 12 gauge, close range, blood's on my chest. I looked into his face, I thought he was my friend. My boy had set me up. This one would never mend. No matter who you trust, you simply cannot win. It's always fun in the beginning, but it's pain in the end. She says, I scare her, got a light sunburn for too much poolside sitting. Call this phone, keeps me on, cause I ain't no quitting. Mine's in the money mode, seems like it's an explode. Curly's on my jammy, got a female overload. Young Street Messiah, professional liar. 19, got a Benz, 21, I'll retire. Crazy money, it ain't funny, sucker, loving my job. But just some people at my door that didn't even knock. Task force booming, dogging my crib out. Can't shout, FBI's got a gun in my mouth. Threw me on the floor, call my girl a whore. G's out of my mattress and was looking for more. Crack my safe with an axe, then he'll out to the map. When they see my money kicking it in 20 G stacks, book me on 10 count with bells of different amounts. The charges stuck like glue, some that I couldn't pronounce. They threw my ass the book, my life was surely took. Then they gave my girl 10 years for hanging out with a crook. She played the game herself, 
fast lane quick wealth No respect for the law or the city's health The sweat of hustlers' grief is not reserved for men It's always fun in the beginning, but it's pain in it of words is just a token is he who has a tongue to tell that must remain unspoken
almost forced to watch children shows because that is all the time. And there's a very good reason for this. No matter where you turn on the dial, you're always going to find a kiddie show. And that is because the station makes such a killing on the kiddie show. Boys and girls, we're going to go on the air in just a minute. And uh, one thing I have to tell you... Be <laughs> During the cartoon, you boys and girls can't talk in the studio because that goes out over the air. See? And we've instructed our announcers, if you boys and girls talk during the cartoon, they're instructed to belt you right in the mouth. <laughs> Get okay, boys and girls, we're going to get ready for the show. And there's the announcer man, and he's going to talk in that mic. And now I'll come back and, and talk to you, boys and girls. Hey, thank you. training films. And the title of our cartoon today, boys and girls, is Frostbite. So you want to be... Oh, 
uh, one other announcement, boys and girls. Today, we're adding the name of a new sponsor to our blacklist. <laughs> we're adding the name of Pops, new breakfast cereal. And, of course, all the members, uh, boys and girls in good standing in the Uncle Freddy Club, that, of course, means you can't have Pops for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> or uh, play with any little boys and girls who do eat Pops. <laughs> comes to us from Arnie Peterson. It's written in crayon. <laughs> we've, uh, we've asked you boys and girls to please be careful in Bernice's letter because Uncle Freddy can't always make out all your words. <laughs> This, this one says, Dear Uncle Freddy, Parf, Pard? We're, uh, we're going to start printing these from now on, boys and girls, aren't we? <laughs> the part of the show that I enjoy the most is when you talk to Mr. Papa. Uh, well, we'll, we'll be doing that on Friday. And, um, he says, all the little boys and girls in my neighborhood come, come in and watch it on my TV set. We roll on the floor and hold our sides. <laughs> My mommy, that looks like, uh, told me to sit down and write you this letter. And uh, that, as I said, is from uh, Arnie uh, Peterson, and he's 34. <laughs> What's your name? Brucey. Uh-huh. And, and how old are you, Brucey? You're four. W would you like to see bye, Brucey? <laughs> then don't talk in the studio. There is, uh, there is one little letter I did want to bring up because we've received a number of them like this. Uh, this is from a uh, Freddy Ferno. Freddy Ferno, is that? He's age seven. And... Um, he writes and he says, Dear Uncle Freddy, I sent in for the $27 decoding ring. <laughs> and the three rooms of carpeting. <laughs> and instead I got back some pictures of older girls in sort of bathing suits. in Uncle Freddy's office, uh, boys and girls. That's a little service Uncle Freddy runs for some of the older boys and girls. <laughs> so if, um, 
you might hang on to him for 10 or 12 years, Freddie, or um, maybe you might uh, want him to send it back to Uncle Freddie, and I'll send you back the magic decoder. Don't mail him, Freddie. <laughs> And that'll be the signal for our cartoon. Okay, everybody start marching and wave to your mommies and daddies as you go by the camp. That's the way, boys and girls. Keep waving. That's the way. Let's keep going, son. That's the way. Right out the door and mark fire escape. There you go. <laughs>
blinding Birds are winging No rain is falling From a heavy sky Greetings. 